Whatever you believe becomes your reality. This is Shana Weldon. Thank you for tuning in. It is time to elevate your life. Twice a week, I give guidance for you to pursue your passions and live your best life. And it's go time. Today, we're speaking with Marisa Waddell and figuring out how she became the director of programming and content at KCBX. Marisa Waddell, thank you for being on the podcast with me. Well, it's my pleasure. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And getting straight into it, what do you do as the director of programming and content at KCBX? That's a really, really big question because I do a lot. Um, programming and content is a big umbrella and it includes anything that goes out over the air on KCBX Central Coast Public Radio, which serves the Central Coast of California from Salinas to about the northern part of Ventura County. Um, and also anything that goes on our website, anything that goes on our social media, any public facing, anything with our name on it that goes out to the world, uh, whether it's a press release or anything like that. I lead a team, a really great team of staff announcers and show hosts, and also a almost 40 volunteer announcers on the air. So yeah, it's music, it's uh, talk, it's news. I lead a newsroom, which is kind of a new thing that I implemented uh, eight, nine, nine years ago now. And it's kind of a big deal to start a newsroom. <laughs> I would say, yeah, it's, it's quite impressive. Once you start reporting news, you have to keep going. So that's part of, that's what I do on the radio side of things. Then um, I'm also the artistic director of the Live Oak Music Festival, which is a fundraiser for KCBX. And it's a three-day music festival that happens every June, except for when there's a pandemic. And, <laughs> <laughs> but even then we did it on the air and we streamed. Nothing stops you guys. I do a lot of copy editing for um, for press releases and for uh, email marketing blasts and any anything that's public facing. I edit to make sure it looks good and sounds good before it goes out. How did you become first interested in radio? Well, it's kind of by accident. Uh, I thought I was going to be an actress. <laughs> so I actually, when I got out of high school, I went to the Thousand Oaks Professional Theater Conservatory, which was a summer conservatory at Cal Lutheran College. I ended up doing a bunch of bit parts in, in that show. We, we actually put it on at the John Anson Ford Theater in Hollywood. That was pretty cool. But, you know, that whole experience of working in theater for a few months over the summer uh, made me realize that I didn't love it enough to put that much blood, sweat, and tears into it. But I hadn't totally decided yet. So I, I was in, uh, I was going to our local community college, Cuesta College, which is a really good school, I must say. Um, but they didn't have a drama program at the time. So I took singing, I took dance, and I took radio. And the radio caught my attention and I really enjoyed the performance aspect of it, but I love music. I grew up playing music and enjoying music and exposed to all different genres of music. And so I got involved right away and pretty quickly I um, went 
through the ranks and became program director at our college station. But even uh, then, I um, also applied to be a volunteer on the air at KCBX, where I now work. And I, I proposed an early music, classical music program, Baroque music. And so that was my first show at KCBX was a Baroque music program, music by Bach and Handel and Vivaldi and, you know, all of those kinds of people. Oh, and that's yeah. how I started. That's how I got right. interested. And they, they, they said no many, many times before they let me have that show. But they finally said, okay, we've got a, an opening and, and we'll try you out. Wow, you stuck with what you really wanted. So then how exactly did you get to be the director of programming? So I had this volunteer position at KCBX doing a, a classical music program. And I asked if I could get a job being a board operator. And they did have an opening eventually as a weekend board operator at KCBX. And I went for it. Did you have experience? Well, yeah, because I was in college radio. And so being in college radio gives you all kinds of great experience. That's a door that I knocked on, you know, <laughs> and just kept going up the ladder at that, at that college station. Um, but once I was done at Cuesta, I transferred to San Diego State. And instead of going straight into the student station, I applied for a job at KPBS, the public radio station for San Diego. And they actually gave me a job, not right away, um, but I, I asked the general manager of KCBX in San Luis Obispo if he'd write me a letter of recommendation. And he did more than that. He actually called the general manager down there and said, hey, you know, I've got somebody here who's a hard worker and um, I recommend her. And so that, that goes a long way. If, if you ask somebody, if you work hard and you ask somebody to give you a recommendation, that can that can speak volumes to the place um, that's considering you. They said, well, you know, we have an overnight weekend board op shift. So I, I took the overnight shift and I did that for a while and showed that I was consistent. I mean, that's the other thing is that showing up, doing your job and doing more than just your job but offering to do other things shows that you're a go-getter. So then when they actually had an opening in their afternoon drive time slot for a classical music announcer, they gave me a shot at it in a market of 2 million people, wow. which is a big deal to be still in college. I was still only just, a, I was a junior in college when they offered me this professional public radio classical music show and they worked with me every single day when I, <laughs> when I would go in and do my shift. They gave me some really good training. And then I would go in and do my show. And then right after the show, I'd go into the program director's office. And he would do an air check with me. Just going through and listening to all my breaks and looking at my playlist. And he would critique every single day for two weeks. I got just the most awesome feedback and training. And they helped me be better. And, and that was just a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. So then after that, <laughs> it's a long story, Shayna. <laughs> yes. Now are we moving towards your writer-producer at the Aspect Studios? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that comes down the road. But, you know, when, once I was done with school at San Diego State, a position opened up at KCBX again. For the, to be classical music director, which was a, like a, 
30 hour a week position. It wasn't full time. And so I took that and I became classical music director at KCBX. Um, and I did that for I did that for a while after I got out of college. And I also was encouraged by my former instructor at Cuesta College. He he said I should apply for his job. He was getting ready to retire and he thought that I could go teach at Cuesta. When I when I graduated from college, they there was a part-time teaching position open at Cuesta College in broadcast writing. And um, I'm a good writer, so I I applied for it and I got to teach that part-time. I didn't uh, know that. That's not on your LinkedIn. Oh, it's not no, add that on there. Add that to my resume. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been looking for a job for a long time, so I haven't refreshed things lately. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> That's a good tip too. Keep your resume up to date. Yeah, so I, I taught at Cuesta when I was like 25. I taught a class and then I taught another class part-time. Um, I taught the, uh, the radio production lab class and then I also taught a TV and radio operations class. So I taught a few different yeah. classes at Cuesta when I was in my 20s. Is this while um, you're the classic music director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, because I had worked and taught, um, my teacher, once he decided he was ready to retire, he said, Marisa, go get your master's degree and then apply for my job. So um, I realized that if I was going to take his job when he retired, if they would hire me, I needed more experience in TV, more professional experience in TV. So I took a leave of absence. Not at, No, actually, I quit my job at KCBX and I simultaneously while while i was getting my master's degree i took this job at aspect studios which was a, a local television studio production house that did a lot of commercials but documentaries and so i was associate producer on several of the episodes and i got to work on the special features on some of those episodes i actually got to write and direct and produce a little piece for a local museum. They wanted a video about the local geology of the Santa Maria area. That's um, very cool. That, Did you need um, this experience, this like professional experience? Yeah, in order to teach and, uh, you know, in order to teach television production or video production, you have to be you have to have good chops and my chops were really old okay. <laughs> so I, need, I needed to go and up my chops so yeah so that's what i did i did a bunch of tv work just for probably a year and then i got a, a full-time job in education and so i worked with animators and i worked with writers on how to come up with some some video training so that my my recent video work had helped me to, to work with these guys and coming up with videos to help train teachers. Um, okay. And then my write, my writing abilities helped me to, to, to write instructional books on how to implement these programs. Did this help you become a director, like what you're doing now, or just on the side? Absolutely, because what it, it, it helped me to work with cross-disciplinary departments on how to bring a team together. Because when you're a director of anything, you're, you're bringing a team together and you're, you're identifying different people's skills and you're saying, okay, here's the overall vision. 
here's what I want to do. I can't do all of that. So I have to surround myself with really good people (laughs) and bring them together and say, okay, now we have a team and then help guide them toward your overall goal. So that absolutely helped me do that. It sounds like project management. That's exactly what it is. It's project management. It's team management. What were the greatest milestones that helped you get to where you are today? Well, certainly each of my degrees was a big milestone because getting that education was huge. And I went to schools where it was really hands-on, both Cuesta and San Diego State. We got our hands in and on that equipment. We wrote, we made movies, we made television material, we made radio material. So what professional experience helped you get to your current job? Leadership training. You know, we should have leadership classes in college. It should be part of general education. So yeah, I took some, I took a leadership course. You know, another thing is Toastmasters. Have you heard of Toastmasters, Shana? (laughs) I have. I forgot the context though, when I heard it. Yeah. Okay. So Toastmasters is an international organization of clubs and there's probably one in almost every single community. Um, and they're speaking clubs. So they speaking and leadership. So you learn how to run a meeting. You learn how to speak extemporaneously. Really? Learn- Wait, is this free? It's free. You learn how to, uh, I mean, you know, you, I think, I think you pay dues. I think there's, but it's like, it's like almost free. I don't okay, remember. We're rounded it's been to a long free. Time <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just a really great organization to learn how to stand up in front of people and give a presentation. You get immediate feedback. You go through uh, workbooks and they have speech workbooks and they have leadership workbooks. So you can take on a leadership position as well. But seriously, the, just the, the speech and presentation giving training alone and the feedback that you get is amazing. Every time you use a crutch word, when you're speaking like, um, or, uh, or so yeah, (laughs) they ring a bell while you're giving your speech, they ring a bell and it really makes you aware of your crutch words. And so you learn to pause instead of saying, um, or so (laughs) I remember when I was okay. My freshman year of high school, my English teacher, she would, we had to give speeches and she would count every time we had it. We called a filler word. And she would count every time. And of course, like the lowest, the kid who had the lowest number of filler words won a prize. But that I think was my first introduction to not using filler words. Yeah, it's it's really helpful. So those are two big things I recommend, leadership training and Toastmasters. For anybody who wants to be in any kind of management position or any job for that matter. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you get the leadership training, it also gives you kind of more empathy for your leader. Because I think a lot of people sit, you know, who aren't the leader, they sit and can look at the leader and, and judge that leader. <laughs> Leaders, leader, being, leadership is, is, can be very lonely because um, you're where the buck stops. And a lot of times people don't realize how hard you're working. Because <laughs> a lot of what you're doing is just communicating. Um, and guiding other people to go shine. Um, 
And a lot, I think a lot of times I remember back, you know, when I was going, I could do that. And then I got into this position. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it is tough. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> okay, but, okay. So for someone who just graduated college though, yeah. what is the most efficient way to become a director of programming at a radio station? The way you get to be a leader is you work hard and and you learn everything you can along the way and you take every opportunity there is to step up. And so maybe the, the most efficient way is just to keep asking, to keep looking around and finding those potential openings that you can walk through. But, you know, efficiency isn't necessarily the idea here. Experience is what makes the best kinds of leaders. And so I would say, if you want to be a leader, if you want to be a director of something, get experience. It takes time. What's a good experience in the radio field, like for someone who wants to be a director? I think, you know, getting experience as, as a, an audio editor, that's a good place to start. Learn how to write. Okay, here's a big one. <laughs> I cannot believe how many people can't write well. It's really, really sad. Spelling, grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, flow, it's all really important. Make sure that you learn how to write and then be a copy editor. Being a copy editor means you have to really, really know your skills. Get a job as a writer. Uh, another thing that you can do is just be a DJ somewhere. DJ ships are usually they're rare. So if you want to learn how to be on the air, you, if you want to be a director in radio, you it's best if you come up through the ranks somehow, whether it's from the newsroom or whether it's on, on air as a DJ or on air as some kind of continuity announcer. That's a great place to start. Okay, so regarding your role, do you love what you do? Yes, I absolutely do. Okay. Not every part of it. For <laughs> the most know? part? Yeah, for the most part, it's exciting. It's, there's a lot of variety. And I don't, I didn't get into radio because I like sitting in front of a computer all day. I like, I got into radio because I like the creative aspects of it. And I don't get to do that very much anymore. But I love working with teams, which is what I do here. And I love encouraging other people to shine. I have this thing from a yogi tea bag. They say, lift people up to their potential and higher self. So that's where one where I like, I looked at that tea bag and I'm like, okay, thank you, Yogi. And I, <laughs> that's definitely I, a leader mentality right there. I kept it on and I keep it in front of me all the time. Lift people up to their potential and higher self, which is what, that's my goal as a leader to make sure that our teams are shining. And, and a good example is that we just won, an, our, our news team just won an Edward R. Murrow, our TVNA regional award for best news series. And I'm so proud of our team. And I was a part of that team. So I get to shine with them because I worked damn hard on that series. Yeah. <laughs> and, and our guy, Francisco, who was the reporter on that, he worked so hard. He cried in a parking lot. <laughs> um, you know, when he was so frustrated during the process of making this big thing, and we all just were exhausted through the process of making this thing. Our news director worked hard on this, and together, you know, we made something that we can all be proud of now, and it won an award, so yay. 
those are the things that I really love about my job is when I can see that we made something that's serving our community. I love, that's what I love too. I love serving our community. We're, we're giving people something that is useful to them. Then you mentioned the creative aspect of radio. What's creative about it? Well, I do a ton of writing and I like to write. I really like audio editing a lot and I hardly ever get to do it because I just don't have that much time. Nowadays, what I do is we're, we're doing our Live Oak Music Festival, which is a fundraiser, a big annual fundraiser for KCBX. Did I already say that? See <laughs> <laughs> as many times as you want. I did, I did, I know I did, sorry. So, um, so I have to make a spot for it to, you know, a, a radio ad for it, which is fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm going to write it, but I'm going to give it to somebody else to voice and produce and edit. But I love doing that because that's creative to put it to put the music together. We call it a music bed, the music that goes under your voice on a on a radio spot and to like feather the various types of music through and to give a little example of this band and that band and that band that are coming to the festival. Super fun. And to make it all work in 30 seconds or 60 seconds, oh, you know, wow. when you make a, a, when you make a spot, it's going to be 15, 30 or 60 seconds. That's it. And so you have to make it boom, you know, start and end within that, not even within that, but it has to be exactly that long. Wow. What a time constraint. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's great. And then also just doing a show is really fun. Writing a news piece, interviewing people for a news story, and then editing that together and, and giving it structure. All of that is creative. Well, thank you. Thank you. I think we had all the questions too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again, really for, for taking your time to do this. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm happy to Shana and I hope that somebody gets some kind of inspiration from what I shared. I think they will No, because well, first I think what's great is that I think in general, we're missing a community of people that love what they do. And so I love that you love what you do. And I like how you're explaining specifically like what happens in your role. And I think that even if you watch countless amount of YouTube videos, it's very difficult to find someone speaking about what they specifically do in their job. And I think it's great because you said that and how you have excitement behind what you do and how you found, how you found creativity in your work. And also I think it's great how you're laying out how to get to where you are and how leadership is so important and how also your education is really important and, and how working hard and raising up through the ranks um, and opening doors is, is important as well. You had really good tips. Thank you. I learned a lot from listening to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good. good to see you Shana you too yeah also I wanted to say uh thank you too for for having me come on when I was in school yeah it was it was a big pivot uh in my life and I will always remember it it, it really was and the most excited I was uh during the year of college was driving down the highway to to go to the radio station well I'm glad you could do it and good luck with your podcast Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for taking your time. I appreciate it too. Have an amazing rest of your day. All right. You too. Talk to you later. Also, thank you to those that are listening. And if you want to reach Marisa and are interested in being in the radio industry or being a director of programming and content or a host of a radio show, you can find her at kcbx.fm. Check out their website. Check out Marisa. Also, be sure to support them in their latest fundraiser. 
and all right. Thanks for listening again. Okay, bye.